I'm making a mistake here today for two reasons. One, I'm sick and trying to record this, so if I sound a little off, that's why. Two, I'm reviewing Evangelion 1.11. You are not alone. And yes, it's pronounced pretty much like that. Let's get into this can of worms. So Evangelion, known to be one of the most famous anime of all time, uh, does it deserve that role? In some ways, yes. Some ways, no. The story is meh at best, and it is too complex and hyper. What I'll call, you have to rewatch every episode with notes to figure out what's going on. And from my understanding, it's not that worth it. <laughs> it is really not that worth it. <laughs> Uh, and I also recommend you have a copy of an NIV Bible with you so you can catch all the fun references. Because, man, there is a lot. Uh, but yeah, uh, how do I say this? Most of what I knew about Evangelion was the purple and green mech that looked really cool before I watched it. And the joke of Shinji getting the mech. That's it. And I knew something, 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 Third Impact. And it's really funny if you know what the Third Impact is. <laughs> but, uh... It's about a boy named Shinji as he goes to fight against the angels with two girls by his side, Asuka and Rei, and Evangelion units. And how are the wacky adventures they get into for like half the time and the rest of it's Shinji drama. Yeah, and then it has the most bonkers ending I have ever seen for any show. And I'm really glad the movie came, one of the two two movies came along and fixed it. Unfortunately, that movie is still a little hard to watch due to the fact that Shinji doesn't do anything in the movie. Like he just sits there and is traumatized. Uh, but if you've seen the show, I would argue Asuka redeems herself for all the stuff in the later half of the show she didn't do. And, dear God, that spear of longinus to the head must have hurt. <laughs> uh, anyway, I watched it in 2020 during my freshman year of college, during, you know, lockdown when they put it on Netflix. And I watched the controversial Netflix dub. I actually like Shinji's dub actor. Same person who did him in... Not the same person as Shinji, same actor that did uh, the student Nahubino from SMT5. And a few other roles I can't think of right now. Uh, I'll come next clip. But we're not talking about the show because everyone's talked about the show. And everyone's talked about what I'm going to talk about too, but... The show's a lot denser. And, you know, peak 90s anime. And one of the best anime openings ever. Yeah, uh, Cruel Angel's thesis is really, really good. <laughs> but today we're talking about the rebuild of Evangelion. And let me be frank. After watching the first movie, I'm still confused about what's going on. Like, uh, it's hard for me to explain 
I'm not sure if it's... In the nicest possible way, it's not a reboot, it's not a sequel, it's a side grade, because a lot of odd things are happening that are different, but the same. It's like, uh, it's like how George Lucas says, Star Wars, it rhymes, it's the same every time. You get the same, you get the same notes. The same rhymes, I mean, but different words. It's kind of like that, especially this first one, which all I've ever heard is, it's just a retelling of the first five episodes of the original. And, yeah... And we got a lot more to talk about, but let me just end this with, if you haven't seen the original Evangelion, don't worry, I don't think you're missing that much out on Rebuild, or me spoiling anything here is gonna mess with you too much. But let's get into it. After some research, I've concluded no one knows if this is a remake or a sequel. The best thing I have is it's a retelling. <laughs> Look, there's certain things that uh, hint towards it being a sequel, namely the ocean being red like it is at the end of Death of Evangelion, which is the sequel to the anime. It's a movie that's a sequel to the anime that isn't Death X True, which is a re not a retelling of the anime, more of a cut down, shot for shot, here's what you need to know before you watch the movie. I never, I skimmed it. I skimmed it, I'm like, ah, oh, there's nothing new, so I'm just gonna watch Death of the Evangelion. Uh, really good movie, definitely better than the show, but yeah, Shinji does nothing in that movie. He sits there and cries. I would too, but I don't have a giant robot. And I won't go into why the ocean's red, I just... If you know, you know. Third Impact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we start with Shinji Ikari going into Tokyo 3 during an angel attack. And the angels in this show don't look like... I was gonna say they don't look like biblical angels. I think I meant... They don't look like what you, you know, they don't look like a person with wings. They are nightmarish beings from a different dimension, it looks like, half the time. Frankly, even after watching the original, I still don't know what these things are. Uh, like, the first one we see is, like, a very long, gangly, black bodysuit with bones on top with a centered head. It's cool. Second, second one we see... Is like a long kind of remora with like two long tentacles that cause a lot of damage. And the sixth one looks like a crystal. Look, the same in the original, but man, it is hard to explain. It's hard to explain what the angels look like because they are the angels are the best part of Evangelion. Sans the actual Evangelions themselves. And I love it to death. I love all of their designs, except for maybe, I think he's, the numbers of the name of Angels escape me, because I remember their names better. Like, in the original, they're named. In the Rebuild series, they're not, but they're the same ones most of the time. There's, you know, Adam, Lilith, Satchel, Shemisil, Remiel, Gakiel, Israfel, Senaphon, Iriel. Uh, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. 
Okay, I think this is the one I was gonna say. Okay, Arma Sail is probably the coolest looking one. Sorry, I'm I'm looking around without trying to give spoilery things by accident. I think it's Tabris I'm thinking of. Yes, it's Tabris. Tabris is the only one that looks, you know, normal. And, you know, there's good reason for that, but if you've seen Evangelion, you know exactly who I'm talking about, even if you don't know the name Tabris. I'll give you a hint. Uh, mm -mm. No, I'm not. You know who it is. And if you see this movie, you'll definitely know who it is. <laughs> but... I should really get into this. If you've seen the first six episodes of Evangelion, you've seen the movie. It just looks a little nicer. And everything I'm looking up, like the differences, and what I'm looking up is basically, it is a shot-for-shot -shot remake. And there are a lot of lines I remember, too. So, you know, go with that. So I guess this is more of a, you know, later down in the movies, they get further and further out to the point where I'm pretty sure the last one is a completely new thing about the Human Instrumentality Project. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just know the soundtrack's really good. I had, uh, I forget what the na name of the song is, but I have the theme song on my Spotify. I listen to it all the time. But yeah, we start with Shinji Akari, 14-year-old, looks like he weighs 80 pounds, wet. As he shows up during the fourth angel's attack. And don't worry if you have questions. Because they don't answer where the third one is. If you know Evangelion, you, you know where the first two are. And the fourth angel is actually, you know, the first angel we see. And he is... Sh Shamisel in the original, not Shamisel, Sakiel in the original. Sorry. Look, biblical sounding angel names do not stay high on my brain. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's what. That's cool. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I saw some concept artwork of uh, Samichel. Look, the third's not in this movie. I know it's in the sequel because I had to look it up because I thought it was nuts. So, the third one doesn't matter for this. Please forget it. We go from four to six in this movie. Ugh, uh, why? And he's recruited by Nerve, by Major Masato. And his father's in charge of all of Nerve, in charge of the Evangelion units. And he, and he puts them together. And he, Gendo Akari, you know, Shinji's father, is a all-around, you know, worst parent of the year. Maybe in anime? And I'm willing to go far enough to say fiction. There's very... I mean, I guess in the worst... If you're looking at the best case of Gendo Akari, he's neglectful. At the worst, he quite literally wishes his son was never born. And he and Shinji got a weird relationship going on. And we're also introduced in this first little bit to Rei Hayanami, who is, if you know, you know, it's going to be very hard to talk about Evangelion without spoiling the original and what comes in these later movies, or what I assume comes, which is, oh, this, 
wonderful can of worms I found myself in reviewing Evangelion 1.11. You are not alone. And if I don't say that, no one's going to know what I'm talking about, because the third mo- the fourth movie is literally called the end, uh, Evangelion 3- 3.0 plus 1.0 something something what, thrice upon a time. And I'm like, oh, it's also near three hours. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a long, long marathon. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We see we see Nerve, we see the Evangelions, and we see Shenji fight for most of the movie. Again, I don't really want to review the story, because early Evangelion's best Evangelion? I'm going to talk about some spoilery stuff later. So, yeah. And we also get introduced to the best character of all the Evangelion franchise, who I am slightly convinced is immortal. We have the Penguin Penpen, who's a Hot Springs Penguin, which, the, the more research I do, the more confused I get to the point where, let me just open Pandora's Dot Fox. Penpen Evangelion... Uh, I mean, he's a penguin with pen written on him, and he walks around and uses things like human. Like, I, I love him, and if there's anything I could do to help him, I would. But it's just, he's so odd, I I love him. <laughs> if I can do anything to protect that little penguin, I would. I He, he seems too smart, though. It reminds me a lot, and maybe this is what it was inspired on, uh, The Emperor and Me, which is something I do plan to review one day. Uh, it's a really nice comedy manga about somebody who ends up with an emperor penguin. <laughs> Just randomly. Yeah. I gotta stop going through, uh, through the Evangelion wiki because I have a feeling I'm gonna get spoiled on the actual cool new things in the later movies. <laughs> but yeah, we see three angel attacks, the fourth angel. Oh no. Sorry, uh, my notes tab uh, moved. We see the fourth angel, Sachiel, the fifth angel, Samichel, who are, you know, the fourth... I think they're the third and fourth angels in the original, and we have Ramiel, who uh, is the fifth angel in the original, and the sixth one here, so just move everyone up a number. With Ramiel definitely being my favorite, or the sixth angel... Look, I don't know how to call this. Ramiel's my favorite because it's just a giant floating piece of crystal, like prism, like a prism. It just shoots lasers and it has probably the best build up to fighting it out of all of them. And I like how, and uh, whenever it shoots its laser, you hear, uh, you hear uh, screaming of the innocent. <laughs> Oh man, it's so. All the angels are so haunting. And we also see Lilith in this movie. If you know who Lilith is, you know who Lilith is, and I'm not gonna explain it until we get to spoilers. But yeah, Lilith is probably my favorite design of these first, those, these first four we saw in this movie. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, but. Yeah, I'm gonna get into some of my issues. It's a shot-for-shot recreation. 
And I like early Evangelion a little bit more so. But the good news is it cuts out a lot of the filler stuff to the point where we see a character a lot who is like a major character in Evangelion, the class president. And she is basically a throwaway line <laughs> in this movie. And yeah, if you if you didn't like Evangelion for how talky and philosophical it was about Shinji and how there's an entire episode just based on the hedgehog's dilemma, which, you know, it's hard to get close to people because you know you'll get hurt. That's the hedgehog's dilemma. And it ends with, oh, it's just a hedgehog dilemma. And they shoehorn it into this movie in kind of a framing shot, I guess. It was. It felt odd. It felt like they just had to have it in there. But it is definitely the more speedier way and the more concise way to watch the original. And I hope while we get some differences in later movies, there's nothing wrong with just retelling the original, getting rid of all the filler. I guess that's Death X True Evangelion. But that's a clip show in movie form. And I don't think it's worth it. But yeah, I'm going to get into some spoilery stuff now. So uh, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, please go ahead. Because I'll be spoiling the original Evangelion as well. With basically every single sentence. Okay, bye. See you guys later. some research I've concluded no one knows if this is a remake or a sequel the best thing I have is it's a retelling <laughs> look there's certain things that uh, hint towards it being a sequel namely the ocean being red like it is at the end of Death of Evangelion which is the sequel to the anime it's a movie that's a sequel to the anime that isn't Death X True which is a re not a retelling of the anime, more of a cut down shot for shot. Here's what you need to know before you watch the movie. I never, I skimmed it. I skimmed it. I'm like, ah, oh, there's nothing new, so I'm just gonna watch Death of the Evangelion. Uh, really good movie, definitely better than the show, but yeah, Shinji does nothing in that movie. He sits there and cries. I would too, but I don't have a giant robot. And I won't go into why the ocean's red, I just... If you know, you know. Third Impact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we start with Shinji Ikari going into Tokyo 3 during an angel attack. And the angels in this show don't look like... I was gonna say they don't look like biblical angels. I think I meant... They don't look like what you... You know, they don't look like a person with wings. They are nightmarish beings from a different dimension, it looks like, half the time. Frankly, even after watching the original, I still don't know what these things are. Uh, like, the first one we see is, like, a very long, gangly, black bodysuit with bones on top with a centered head. It's cool. Second, second one we see... Is like a long kind of remora with like two long tentacles that cause a lot of damage. And the sixth one looks like a crystal. 
Look, the same in the original, but man, it is hard to explain. It's hard to explain what the angels look like because they are the angels are the best part of Evangelion. Sans the actual Evangelions themselves. And I love it to death. I love all of their designs, except for maybe, I think he's, the numbers of the name of Angels escape me because I remember their names better. Like, in the original, they're named. In the Rebuild series, they're not, but they're the same ones most of the time. There's, you know, Adam, Lilith, Satchel, Shemisil, Remiel, Gakiel, Israfel, Senaphon, Iriel. Uh, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. Okay, I think this is the one I was going to say. Okay, Armasail is probably the coolest looking one. Sorry, I'm I'm looking around without trying to give spoilery things by accident. I think it's Tabris I'm thinking of. Yes, it's Tabris. Tabris is the only one that looks, you know, normal. And, you know... There's good reason for that, but if you've seen Evangelion, you know exactly who I'm talking about, even if you don't know the name Tabris. I'll give you a hint. Uh, mm -mm. No, I'm not. You know who it is. And if you see this movie, you'll definitely know who it is. <laughs> but I should really get into this. If you've seen the first six episodes of Evangelion... You've seen the movie, it just looks a little nicer. And everything I'm looking up, like the differences, and what I'm looking up is basically, it is a shot for shot remake. And there are a lot of lines I remember too, so, you know, go with that. So I guess this is more of a you know, later down in the movies, they get further and further out to the point where I'm pretty sure the last one is a completely new thing about the Human Instrumentality Project. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just know the soundtrack's really good. I had, uh... I forget what the na name of the song is, but I have the theme song on my Spotify. I listen to it all the time. But yeah, we start with Shinji Akari, 14-year-old, looks like he weighs 80 pounds, wet. As he shows up during the fourth angel's attack. And don't worry if you have questions. Because they don't answer where the third one is. If you know Evangelion, you, you know where the first two are. And the fourth angel is actually, you know, the first angel we see. And he is... Sh Shamisel in the original, not Shamisel, Sakiel in the original. Sorry. Look, biblical sounding angel names do not stay high on my brain. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's what. That's cool. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I saw some concept artwork of uh, Sam Michelle. Look, the third's not in this movie. I know it's in the sequel because I had to look it up because I thought it was nuts. So, the third one doesn't matter for this. Please forget it. We go from four to six in this movie. Uh, uh, why? And he's recruited by Nerve, by Major Masato. And his father's in charge of all of Nerve, in charge of the Evangelion units. And he, and he puts them together. And he, Gendo Akari, you know, Shinji's father, is a all-around, you know, worst parent of the year. Maybe in anime? 
and I'm willing to go far enough to say fiction. There's very, I mean, I guess in the worst, if you're looking at the best case of Gendokari, he's neglectful. At the worst, he quite literally wishes his son was never born. And he and Shinji got a weird relationship going on. And we're also introduced in this first little bit to Rei Hayanami, who is, if you know, you know, it's going to be very hard to talk about Evangelion without spoiling the original and what comes in these later movies, or what I assume comes, which is, oh, this wonderful can of worms I found myself in reviewing Evangelion 1.11. You are not alone. And if I don't say that, no one's going to know what I'm talking about, because the third mo- the fourth movie is literally called the end, uh, Evangelion 3- 3.0 plus 1.0 something something what, thrice upon a time. And I'm like, oh, it's also near three hours. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long, long marathon. <sighs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We see, we see Nerve, we see the Evangelions, and we see Shenji fight for most of the movie. Again, I don't really want to review the story, because early Evangelion's best Evangelion? I'm going to talk about some spoilery stuff later. So yeah. And we also get introduced to the best character of all the Evangelion franchise, who I am slightly convinced is immortal. We have the Penguin Penpen, who's a Hot Springs Penguin, which... The, the more research I do, the more confused I get to the point where... Let me just open Pandora's Drop Box. Penpen Evangelion... Uh, I mean, he's a penguin with pen written on him, and he walks around and uses things like human. Like, I, I love him. And if there's anything I could do to help him, I would. But it's just... He's so odd. I I love him. <laughs> if I can do anything to protect that little penguin, I would. I he he seems too smart though. It reminds me a lot, and maybe this is what it was inspired on. Uh, the Emperor and Me, which is something I do plan to review one day. Uh, it's a really nice comedy manga about somebody who ends up with an emperor penguin, <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, I gotta stop going through uh, through the Evangelion wiki because I have a feeling I'm gonna get spoiled on the actual cool new things in the later movies. But yeah, we see three angel attacks. The fourth angel. Oh no! Sorry, uh, my notes tab uh, moved. We see the fourth angel Sachiel, the fifth angel Semichel, who are you know the fourth. I think they're the third and fourth angels in the original, and we have Ramiel, who uh, is the fifth angel in the original, and the sixth one here, so just move everyone up a number. With Ramiel definitely being my favorite, or the sixth angel, look, I don't know how to call this. Ramiel's my favorite, because it's just a giant floating piece of crystal, like like a prism. It just shoots lasers, and it has probably the best build-up to fighting it out of all of them. 
And I like how, and uh, whenever it shoots its laser, you hear, uh, you hear uh, screaming of the innocent. <laughs> oh man, it's so, all the angels are so haunting. And we also see Lilith in this movie. If you know who Lilith is, you know who Lilith is, and I'm not gonna explain it until we get to spoilers. But yeah, Lilith is probably my favorite design of these first those, these first four we saw in this movie. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get into some of my issues. It's a shot-for-shot -shot recreation. And I like early Evangelion a little bit more so, but the good news is it cuts out a lot of the filler stuff to the point where we see a character a lot who is like a major character in Evangelion, the class president, and she is basically a throwaway line <laughs> in this movie. And yeah, if you if you didn't like Evangelion for how talky and philosophical it was about Shinji. And how there's an entire episode just based on the hedgehog's dilemma. Which, you know, it's hard to get close to people because you know you'll get hurt. That's the hedgehog's dilemma. And it ends with, oh, it's just a hedgehog dilemma. And it, they shoehorn it into this movie in kind of a framing shot, I guess? It, was, it felt odd. It felt like they just had to have it in there. But it is definitely the more speedier way and the more concise way to watch the original. And I hope while we get some differences in later movies, there's nothing wrong with just retelling the original, getting rid of all the filler. I guess that's Death X True Evangelion. But that's a clip show in movie form. And I don't think it's worth it. But yeah, I'm going to get into some spoilery stuff now. So uh, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, please go ahead. Because I will be spoiling the original Evangelion as well with basically every single sentence. Okay, bye. See you guys later.